Hey everybody and welcome to Live from Spruce Drive Weekly Sports and News for your entertainment. I'm JD Arlen one final time alongside Shiva Valbanini, at least for season one. Shiva, what is in the news today? We got a lot to talk about in our season finale. <laughs> Put some air horns <laughs> in there. Finally uh, made it. Finally made it. 30 episodes from uh, an idea that Shiva had, and he was like, hey, let's do a thing. And I was like, I don't know if it'll work, but okay. Yeah, I remember. And then our, it really did. Our first um, <laughs> test recording. Yep, pilot. Oof. We, we have one. That was not. It was, called, it was called JD and Shiva Show. And I lost it. I couldn't get it off of my laptop because I was using such an old software. And um, Audacity for those playing at home. Man, it was just it was just one bad thing after another. I could not get it to upload. We were bad together on air, and then we like turned it around. And Pilot, to be fair, Pilot was pretty bad, but it wasn't as bad as <laughs> JD and Shiva yeah. show. You have no idea. But anyway, thanks for uh, sticking with us, those yeah, of you that we, have been watching. Anything going on this summer? Any um, recent things? I'm working at the Monon Center. I'm working at the Monon Center. I'm working at the Monon Center, and then I'm going to go work some more at the Monon Center. Oh, that's That's that been my summer fun. thus far. How about you? <laughs> um, playing Overwatch, making graphics, um, and I finally got my driver's license. Hey! Oh. She started his driver's license in August, and it took all of season one, but you finally got it. No, if you listen. Can you show our viewers? Do you have it? Oh, you yeah, have it with yeah. you? Oh, no, no, no. The picture sucks. I'm not going to show that. Come on. Dude. Cover it with your thumb. I look like a rat. Never mind. Um, <laughs> look like a rat. <laughs> first episode, I remember you were like, Shiva, what the heck? Get your license. Yeah, because I was like, we need to drive to the studio. Like, how are we going to record every week if you don't have your driver's I, license? I, but you know, I made it work. But like, <laughs> so finally, I, I drove here to the studio. How did your test go? Oh, it was really easy. Oh, for those who haven't taken their test yet. Really easy. You just make a gigantic loop. You parallel park once, and then you're done. Okay. Yeah, I remember the first time I ever successfully parallel parked was during my drive test, and I actually drove up to this little town called Sheridan, Indiana, which is about 45 minutes north, and um, to take it up there because it's very easy because there's only, like, four roads. <laughs> so instead of doing it in Carmel where you have roundabouts and four-way stops and all of that, I was like, I'm just going to go up to Sheridan and see what happens. And sure enough, I just, like, kind of, you know, talked to the driving instructor. She was very nice. She was clearly a mom. She was very easy to get on my side, and Dude, she just passed me. So. My guy was probably like a, let's say around 20-year-old African-American male, right? You know, and I'm like paying attention, and I'm like following the NBA finals or whatever. I was like, sweet, this should be a good like yeah. conversation starter, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so uh, you've been watching the NBA finals, and he's like... Oh, he just stonewalled you. Yeah, and then, he, and then like two seconds later, he was like, yeah, I mean, a little. Oh! And like... Dang, that guy did not want to talk to me at all. My sister comes back because she had her driving test right after mine. And apparently they talked the whole freaking time. That's classic seat of Albanini, though. She's very good. Yeah. Conversationalist. But yeah, anyway. Hey, uh, before we get to Song of the Week and some news, Shiva has a little bit of an announcement. Yeah, shameless plug here, but... I started a graphic design business. If you guys know anyone or you yourself want something design, branding, identity, an illustration, a logo, or something, anything, hit me up uh, on my Insta, um, J 
Just search it up on JD's. Yeah, just type in Shiva on my followers and it'll pop up. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, it's not a it's not a free service. Uh, but Shiva's starting his own business. He's very good at it. He's really good. Illustrated faces and that sort of thing. Um, anyway, song of the week. What is your song of the week? So uh, AJR came out with a new album. Uh, one song on that album is called Drama. Really, really cool song. Uh, listened to it last night um, for the first time, and I was like, dang, this is going on the podcast. All right, let's, and live viewers, we can actually hear it. Let's take a listen. Recently, he said that she said that we said that he said some things about me. So we're caught up in drama. Everybody's talking, everybody's talking. We're caught up in of the week that is a little more tropical. It's a little more islandy. Um, I just wanted to do something to break from the norm. So I grew up listening to an artist called Jimmy Buffett. My dad loves him. Um, I've kind of grown up listening to him, so I never really like jam it because I hear it so much. But recently I've been getting into it um, just because it's just so relaxing. So this one's called Tampico Trauma. It's a pretty long song, uh, but it's my favorite by far. Take a listen. But I have been traveling quite a bit South of the border Where the law and order Just kept my federal is to just grand Tell you they just want to be your friend Anyway, check it out. It's super old. I'm aware of that, but um, definitely worth the listen if you check it out. So that was Song of the Week. Anyway, let's go into our news. Uh, Pretty big headlines out of Washington. James Comey, of course, going into his hearing, the former director of the NBI, so FBI. I'm saying NBA. That's that's what's (laughs) going through my mind. Left so famously recently. Um, Anyway, wanted to get your hot take on it. You know, so I watched a majority of the Comey hearing and, you know, overall, there weren't really winners on both sides. Um, I feel like what's going down is more an American problem rather than a Republican or liberal thing. Because um, I think the first major issue, one, is that Russians had an impact in our 2016 presidential election, right? <clears throat> and that's one thing that came out of the Comey hearing that, was a big deal that we need yeah. to crack down on that first and foremost. Secondly, in regards to President Trump, we know that he uh, told uh, Comey that he hoped that he would let the Michael Flynn, Flynn investigation go. And while I don't, that's I, while I don't know if that is a, a formal request when he said that I hope, um, but Comey said he took that when the president in chief, the executive. Um, uh, the head of the executive branch says that I hope you blah 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 blah. It's almost like the bully pope. It's almost yeah. well, it's almost like yeah, like a like a more like a request. What was the? Um, it's like when there was an old old thing where like a king was like, um, I hope somebody would kill this jest this jester right. So the next day the jester died. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's really shady. I, I wrote on but, the script but shade. They also said that that was the only time that he. Comey also said that was the only time Trump brought that up in all of their um, uh, talks with each other. So I don't know whether this is like. I don't think this is like a, a bad thing. Because I feel like the exec, the leader of the executive branch does does have some power, but then again, I also feel like there's something like not quite right about it, you know? Yeah. Because you're he's like saying, you know, can can we drop this well, investigation? Yeah. And I, I can see this comment roll through. What I was about to say as well is that if if the president were to make a request like that, like hey. Wouldn't it be great if this happened and then it does? That's an illegal request. I mean, that's not something that you can do as the president um, to say, hey, you're the FBI who operates independently of the executive branch. I would like you to do something for the executive branch, just for me. You can't do that as president. Um, so I, I think it was really shady, all of the stuff that happened. Of course, um, James Comey was pretty vague in how he answered questions. There was nothing that was really like well, yeah. pinning a, Trump down to impeach him. But I, I think that... It's not good to see this. You know, this is almost, it's not a worst case scenario, but at the same time, what Comey didn't say almost implies a little bit more. He didn't, he didn't talk a lot about Jeff Sessions and those undisclosed meetings with the Russian ambassador. He, you know, he said that he was scared of Trump. He said that um, he didn't want to talk about if he was tied to Russia in a public setting. All these things are really shady. I didn't really hear that um, in the hearing when I listened to it, but I feel like more um, there was this moment that they had together at a a private dinner where Trump was like talking about, I expect loyalty. Loyalty. And then then Comey said, you know, I will give you honesty. And so to end this awkward conversation, they agreed on honest loyalty. (laughs) That is really strange. So, like, it, it's a really, really, like, strange situation. But I did tweet out the other day um, when there are questions where Comey answered, I don't think that is a question I should answer in an open setting, mm-hmm. that things are not binary. Just because Comey, who is now a private citizen, keep in mind, answered that as his answer does not mean the answer is yes or no, whether Trump colluded with Russia or whether any other things happen. Um, but any other questions came up. But I, if it was no, feel, if it's it was a lot more complex than that. But if it was no, you why wouldn't he just say it? If it's no, you still. If it's no, and it's a matter of national security, you still can't say no. Why would it be a national security matter if it was no? No, that's what I, I'm wondering. I, I still feel you know, well, like if it was no, he could have just said it. So I think. I don't think it's yes or no, but I think I agree with you that it's non-binary. I think every situation has some gray area, but I don't think it's yes or no, which indicates that it, it is something. I mean, if it was just nothing, he would have been like, oh, absolutely, the president's fine. He didn't do that. I, well, personally, I feel like um, Trump probably didn't collude with Russia. Um, and he's, uh, Comey stated before that there was no investigation under President Trump. Now, with the kind of conduct that's been going on in the past couple of weeks, you know, with one, the firing of Comey, like, that was totally un- uncalled for for an FBI director who actually did his job very, very well for the past couple of presidencies. It's almost like, who, who are we going to believe? I saw this tweet. It was, uh, are we going to believe the FBI director that one of them is lying? Are we going to believe the FBI director that served under two presidents in three terms? Or are we going to believe the, the, the guy that thought Obama was from Kenya? You know, <laughs> like, which one of those people has more credibility? The guy who I, said that Obama <laughs> uh, put uh, mics in his uh, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was just, like, completely unfounded. I, I don't believe Kofifi man, but I also don't know a lot about 
exactly what went down. So, oh, also, what, what we learned from the Kofi, from the Kofi, yeah. from the Comey testimony is not a lot. Yeah, and but overall, we did learn one thing: Senator John McCain is just totally off his rocker. Off his rocker, he's gone. Um, if you, I would encourage you all to go back and listen to his line of reasoning, and just think, huh. What happened there? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I still can't believe. I saw the memes and stuff. I mean, like, he's just a little too old, I think. Yeah. You, and, and then he tweeted out or some, something like, um, something about, oh, I, I, sorry, but if you couldn't understand my line of re- reasoning, I was just staying up late watching the Diamondbacks game the previous night. Like, what are you talking about? This is like, like almost like a Super Bowl of yeah. level event. And you're and watching you're, the Diamondbacks. Yeah. So, and first of all, bullshit. those two statements don't bullshit. go together at all. Yeah. But you know, that's something. Fun. Yeah. Anyway, let's something move on. in uh, lighter news. Kofifi part two. Part two. With the deputy. Uh, what is it? Deputy press secretary. Press, uh, press secretary. Apparently, her three-year-old son um, took her phone and tweeted out something. Yeah, this was this morning. Yeah, this was actually this morning. Uh, he just tweeted about a bunch of emojis and then like a hashtag LOL type of deal. Um, I tweeted about it. Shiva tweeted about it. Just another great example of how this wonderful administration is using social media to better the enlightenment of American citizens. I mean, the, the key to a well-functioning democracy is a well-informed public, well, and the, the, the <laughs> White House is doing just such a perfect job on social media, right? Yeah, I mean, they're getting people to <laughs> respond to their tweets. I guess. Finally. Man, I, that is a lot of stoplight emojis for my morning <laughs> from the... Office uh, of the president, but okay. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk about something we did after last show. We really did. We weren't lying. We actually <laughs> went to go see Wonder Woman, like packed up the stuff and went. Um, I thought it was awesome. It opened twenty two hundred and twenty five million dollars. One of the or something. Big, biggest opening. Um, nobody. Yeah. First of all, Warner Brothers didn't even expect this movie to make that much money um, in the first place. They didn't. They didn't expect to break one hundred million in their first opening uh, day. Yeah. So, first of all, that was amazing. Second of all, dude, the movie was actually good. It was actually really good. It was really um, good. I thought they were going to overdo it with the whole, like, trying to send a message through a movie that's like, oh, it's low-key about something else. But they definitely didn't overdo it. It was really, really good. The story was awesome. The, there's a twist at the end. Um, I won't give anything away if you haven't remember, seen it. Remember at the beginning? I think it's funny that in Wonder Woman, you know, when uh, Chris Pine's on Themyscira, um, and he's and she's like, why is it so big? Oh, yeah. I'm above average. Yeah. Is, uh, is the quote. Yeah, I did. I did like that. But what does that do for Captain Marvel and Black Panther, I would say? I would say mainly for Captain Marvel since... Captain Marvel is a female-led movie, right? Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, first of all, set the tone. It was really, really good. And plus, you have to keep in mind, Wonder Woman is its own brand. It's one of the largest. And a lot of people right now, um, thinking about Captain Marvel, still might say, wait, are, you mean Shazam, right? I don't even know. I don't think I've read a single Captain Marvel comic in my entire life. Yeah, so first of all, Wonder Woman's huge deal. The movie was awesome, successful. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing with your life go, during the summer? Go, go see it. It's um, worth the 10 bucks for sure. But Captain Marvel is going to have to... First of all, it has the advantage of being in the MCU. That's the first... The Marvel comic yeah, universe. Cinematic. Boom! Oh, cinematic. Boom! Well, I thought I knew your little... 
terminology. I guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, but overall, I think Captain Marvel will um, pull through. It's going to be successful. It's just not going to make as much money. Okay. I agree with you. All right, let's move on. Does Apple suck? Uh, there's a new Apple iPhone coming out. It's the iPhone 8, and apparently it's going to be all glass on the front, um, which is cool if you're just like a city goer having your phone. Uh, but I have used my phone on my boat, and <laughs> I have it in the waterproof case, and I can't touch the screen. like Because the 7, you have to have an actual fingerprint on the glass to unlock it or to even press the home button. And I don't have that because I have the bag over it. So it's like really hard to use well, if yeah, you're using now some types of cases. There's, no, there's going to be no home button. Yeah. Um, and like, what? like the bottom, like the whole bottom of the screen is going to be like the touch bar on the um, the MacBook. I just don't get it. And then the recent WWDC conference, they revealed the HomePod, which is kind of like the Google Home, except, you, I mean, you can ask it questions or whatever. Oh, but so it's like Siri. It's for Siri. Yeah, technically it's like Siri, like Siri speaker or whatever. But it can only run Apple Music. Can't run Spotify. Oh, I'm done. I'm yeah. not buying it then. <laughs> like, what that's the a, heck are you doing, Apple? Like, are you going to shoot yourself in the foot? Because, one, everybody hates Apple Music. I don't know if you've realized this or not. Um, Clearly, they have not. They really. They also talk about releasing the iMac Pro, uh, new iMac that's coming out. Um, apparently, it's supposed to be really good, but honestly, if you want a good PC, don't get Apple. Uh, yeah, if you're, if you're looking to game and engineer. Or anything, like... It's very. It's like you're paying for a very overpriced shell. Yeah. Um, I get you. And then a new iPad update, trying to get it closer to a computer type thing, but it's not even anywhere close to the surface. Like I don't know. I don't understand. Like why they're just holding back when we know how many possibilities there are. Apple's innovation is going like this. They need a product to really. Yeah. Spike them, and the HomePod is not it. Anyway, you wanted to talk about space, and then we got to move on to sports. Yeah, our new. We got uh, what a dozen new astronauts. Uh, so the class of 2017 uh, for astronauts, uh, there's seven men and five women chosen from a record-breaking initial pool of 18,000 applicants. Um, the initial pool last time was 8,000, so there's a lot of influx and people want to go to space. How many actually get it out of those? Uh... Well, 12. 12 were chosen by, for, by NASA. Out of 18,353? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and they're not even done yet. They got to go through training. Uh, uh, by the time they're done with all that training, you know, like the underwater stuff. And what like, do they do if they don't get it? That sucks, dude. Man. Like eighteen thousand people did not become an astronaut, and went to rigorous training to yeah. become an astronaut. So now, after this, uh, this these new twelve astronauts go through more training. They're going to be um, ready to go on the ISS, uh, Boeing's new Starliner capsule, uh, Good SpaceX Dragon Lord. capsule, which we heard about. You know, they had a great successful landing recently, and NASA's Orion SLS thing. So, in, in think of, thinking about, like, by the time I get out of college, yeah. the space exploration thing is going to be uh, awesome. Very cool. Very cool. A lot of kindergartners looking to be uh, astronauts after this. But... We have an amazing yes, battle lot, to talk about Lots today. to talk about in sports. So let's send it over to the audio bed for some sports. All right.
right. Thank you, AudioBed. The NBA Finals are coming to a close, or maybe not. It's 3-1 to one favoring the Warriors. The next game is at home for Golden State. Um, we saw the Golden State Warriors incredibly dominant in the first three games, and then last night, I'm talking about Thursday night, and that was June 9th, um, they did not do so hot. The Cavs were all over them. In fact, the Cavs scored 86 points in the first half. The Warriors scored 68, but that wasn't anything to stop the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Warriors in five, question mark, because I know you said that the Warriors would sweep. No, and that yeah, cannot no, be the I case I said Warriors in four. Um, but I guess you just can't rely on, or you just can't have LeBron be swept for the first time in NBA history. Not at home. Not, Not at, at home, home. yeah. I, I knew that was going to come. I don't think, I expect, I wanted a sweep to happen. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Those of you that follow me on Snapchat, you saw me posting pictures of the, a broom mm-hmm. yesterday, like, ready to watch the NBA Finals. <laughs> um, but I certainly expected at least a little get up from the Cavs. I mean, they've been great all season. They just kind of laid down in the first three games. Yeah, 86 points in the first half. 86 points, which is a lot, which is a lot for any NBA final. It was almost the highest-scoring NBA Finals game of all time. Yeah, it was was uh, Warriors' loss, 116 to 137. Um, Yeah, so so is the NBA rigged? That's the question that a lot of people are asking. Yes, any sport is to a certain degree, right? Because you know one, just hit my (laughs) computer there, Yeah, one, they're, the NBA or whatever, they need one. They get a lot more ticket sales with more games. More merchandise. Yeah, more, more merchandising, more viewership. Yeah, plus more viewership. They get to, um, you know, hold it off for a longer, longer period of time. It's not like the Super, Go- Super Bowl where you get one game. Now you have one more game, with, which means more ads and more uh, audience tar- uh, targeting with yeah. whatever, um, social media Etc. So get this: if the game, if the series did not go to Game Six, the Oracle Arena in merchandise and ticket sales would have had to give back and return twenty-two million dollars. Yeah. If it doesn't go to Game Six, twenty-two million dollars. That's a lot of money. I don't know if it's rigged, but certainly the officiating last night was incredibly Ooh, subpar. Dude, the referees were what? awful. Just the worst I've ever seen. I mean, there it was like more whistles than a community pool in the first half. It was <laughs> you crazy. You would know. You work at the... Uh, I do. I work at, the, 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 I work the, at a community the, pool. The, the Monon, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, and, just, and the Monon. And the Monon a few more times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was unbelievable how many whistles and how, how many fouls were called. Uh, but I don't think it was a Warriors collapse because... The Cavs really went off. I mean, 86 points in the first half, 137 points in a game, versus the Warriors, who are considered a super team. J.R. Smith, the comeback kid, was clutch from the three-point line. Kevin Love was clutch uh, defensively with the steals, and then he was able to shoot the three ball. I think that we need to watch out for the Cavs a little more than we have in seasons past. They are incredibly explosive, and when they get on a run, it's hard to get them off of it. Every run the Cavs went on in the first three games combined were in response to a Warriors run. So I think the Cavs, when they get hot, stay hot all night. So it's important for the Warriors to shoot first. Do you think the Warriors are going to lose this? No. No. Absolutely not. So you think – okay, so I'm really hoping for Warriors – Warriors in five now. I think, um, what, Monday, June 12th is the next game. Yeah. I think that the Warriors can pull through. Um, you've seen the last couple of games that 
it's very high scoring, uh, going up to 118 to 113, 113 to 132 from the from the Warriors before, um, and uh, 113 to 91. So the Warriors keep putting up 113 points consistently um, yeah. around there every game, and both teams have been scoring really high. Um, in two of the games, we saw the Cavs pu- uh, putting up to the 130s, um, and the Warriors put up to the 130s. Now, the difference here is going to be in, uh, you know, what kind of defense are you playing? How can you limit each team's scoring? It's going to be very high-scoring games because um, these teams are going to go off the next game because the, the Warriors really, really want to close. They want to close out. They want to get that W. The Cavs, though, they're in, they want to stay alive for as long as possible. So it's going to be very, very intense. Tensions are going to be high. JD, what do you think is going to happen next game? Well, keys to the game, I think. I don't know what's going to happen next game. But keys to the game, Warriors need to play smart, and they will if they're on their home floor because it's back in Oakland. Um, But the Cavs need to play a balanced tempo offense. And I wrote that in the script. Because the Warriors favor a very fast-paced offense where, you know, they're going to shoot the ball, get somebody under the rim, whether it's Zaza or Draymond, and then kick it back out, try to shoot again, kick it back out, try to shoot again, kick it back out, try to shoot again until they knock it down. Very fast-paced. They don't really set up for a lot. They just shoot and see what happens. The Cavs are a little more strategic, and they did that last night very well. They found the open man, they found the lane, and they drove inside and attacked the basket. I think whichever team attacks the basket better is going to be the one that wins. But you said it best, Shiva, defense. It's yep. all defense wins championships, as Ray Lewis said. And there was not any last night. Like, rest in peace defense. When a team scores almost 140 points compared to almost 120 points, there was no defense in that. What do you think is the best way to go man on man or zone? Or what do you think can stop the Cavs from really uh, going off? You've got to guard the hoop. Yeah. So if it's an eye, if it's a box, if it's a four on one, whatever, you've got to stay not around the three point line. Line Because there are a few Cavs that can shoot, but they can't shoot in Oakland. We've seen that. They were shooting 31% in Oakland. So they've got to guard under the rim because that's the only way the Cavs are going to be able to score on the road. That's what I think. But Shiva, that that did it, man. That was season one right there. That was all the content. That's so weird. Like 12, 15 hours of live from Spruce Drive led to this moment. That's pretty sad. It's pretty satisfying, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Don't have to produce the show so, every week. Um, but anyway, let's a little let's bit close of an- announcements yeah. here. Yeah, um, I know this season we didn't really uh, uh, start it as much as we should have, but we have a Patreon page. We're gonna start trying to get sponsorships. If you guys really want to help us out, uh, keep this show running, um, uh, allow JD and I to keep this going next year at Purdue. Please uh, go to our Patreon page. I'll put in the link when I post the podcast and. Uh, support us and help this thing grow for Purdue next year. That's all I can ask for. Um, but I think... Yeah, well, the Patreon, it's important to mention, we're not really trying to profit from this show. Yeah. We, we do this completely because we like doing it. Um, the Patreon is to pay for our fees to SoundCloud and iTunes to keep our shows posted and to keep them archived because if we didn't post them on um, with that fee, we'd have to delete them every week. We'd have to go back and delete, I think, four or five episodes yep. are only allowed to be listed at a time. So in order to keep archives and to keep the show and for you to have access to season one next year, we need that $15 a month. And 
our parents are going to stop <laughs> paying for it next year. So we definitely need you guys to help us out this summer uh, and in the fall. We're going to have some more content. We're going to have some more people working on the show next year at Purdue um, who have been interested in the group chat. So we're definitely looking to expand, and it's going to be a lot bigger and better. Maybe some T-shirts, maybe some, some yeah, deals. Yeah, some merchandise. Whatever, out. yeah, whatever we got. But we are looking for $15 a month. Uh, that would really help us out. But I think that is it. You can find J.D. Arlen at ArlenJD on Twitter. You can find me at SVAL40. Please like our comments about Kofefi Part 2. Yes, absolutely. Follow us over the summer, guys. You can access this on iTunes at all times. Do some word-of-mouth marketing for us and for C. Season one. I'm JD Arlen alongside Shiva Valmanini. Shiva, any last words? May the force be with you. May the force be with you, and we'll see you in West Lafayette.